What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mike Heitman Show, your place for music, motivation, and modern love. Today is Thursday, so we are doing the modern love stuff, and I just recently found a blog post on the Plenty of Fish blog, which, for those of you who aren't familiar, Plenty of Fish is a dating site and app that has been around, oh man, it's been around a long time. I want to say it was one of the original ones. Not like eHarmony original, but pretty far back. So they have this thing that they do every year. They ask questions and get data on dating trends. And this latest one for 2022, the post was written by Carly Johansson. And so there was a bunch of trends, some of which weren't really that surprising or, you know, worth mentioning, but I did find some that I thought that you should be aware of so that you can either avoid them or at least spot them when they may be happening to you. Some of them are pandemic related. Like, I don't think these things would necessarily be here if it wasn't for what we went through with the pandemic, but our world is what it is. So let's go on. This very first one is called Darwining, a person like Charles Darwin. And Carly says, Darwining is when when someone refuses to date someone who doesn't believe in science. From flat earthers to anti-vaxxers, a third of singles know someone who has Darwined another person, including nearly 25% of Gen Zers. I've talked about this before, like political and social things, those are landmines if you're going to date someone solely because they believe the same way you do or not date someone because of that, especially if you're talking about science. Science, in many ways, it depends on how you're doing it in the sense that there's a lot of different information out there. So it's whose science do you believe? So you can see what I'm vaguely hinting at that, like, depending on your, as some people said about like the political election, alternative facts, it's like, okay, well, do- there's tons of reputable doctors actually saying one thing and another saying another thing. And maybe the government is coming out with a third option. It's like, okay, well, they're all saying that they're based on science. So who do we believe? Uh, I'll just be honest. That's a stupid thing to not date someone over. Oh, you don't believe in science? I mean, it depends on how far it goes, obviously, but... You know, there are differences of opinion, even within the scientific community. So us noobs out here, how are we supposed to know? The next one is anticipation, which I think is a funny way to put it. She says it's the anxiety that comes with being unsure about the physical boundaries that are acceptable due to social distancing from the pandemic, such as whether to hug, handshake, or wave at your date. 64% of singles are just trying to date and have fun, yet they run into this awkward trend in the process. I don't know if you're like me, but I really wasn't scared during the pandemic. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying COVID isn't a thing. I'm not anti-vax. I got vaccinated, all this stuff. But I also am a person that I choose my destiny and physical uh, stuff is important to me. Um, I'm not trying to sound creepy, but like if you're talking about love languages... I physical touch is extremely high on my list. In fact, it's usually the top one. And so that's a way that I connect with people. And so 
At, I mean, at first it kind of was, but I just kind of went with it, to be honest. I wasn't really afraid of all that stuff. If they, if I went to go, because generally when I go on a date, especially if the texting has been really good, then I will hug them at first. Not like a long, awkward hug, but I'll just put my arms out and usually they respond. It's very rare that they come back with a handshake or a, a wave. She goes on to say, in conjunction with that, there's Moderna love. So basically, she's saying that if you got the shot or not, that can lead to either more or less attraction for someone. I know a lot of the dating sites and uh, apps are now making it so that you can put whether you're vaccinated or not, if you didn't already comment on it or comment uh, in your profile that you've been vaccinated and or whether or not that's a deal breaker for you. This next one I like, it, it's called baycationing, like B-A-E-cationing which for those of you who are maybe a little bit on the more mature side, your bae is a person that you're into, right? It's, it's like they're, I feel like in the course of my being single, which, well, okay, let me, let me actually back up. In the course of my post-divorce life, so we're talking over 10 years, a little over 10 years, I feel like the terms of endearment about the person you're into it used to be like babe or baby or honey. For a while it was boo, my boo. I mean, Usher had a whole song about it. Or maybe it's just that, I don't know exactly, but maybe that was more of a black culture thing that eventually got adopted by everybody and got popularized. And then the latest one is bae. Hey bae. And, and so... Yeah, it's vacationing, and this is inviting a blind date or someone you just started dating on vacation because YOLO, 38% of singles and 43% of Gen Zers have hopped on the bandwagon for that. So I think that that's an interesting way to go about it. I mean, you do learn a lot about a person and how a relationship could work when you go on a vacation. I feel like that's kind of like the gateway it's kind of like a gateway drug or like a, what do they call it? A soft introduction into a relationship, right? Versus moving in together. Moving in together, you learn a lot, right? But a vacation is something where you can also learn quite a bit. This next one is hesitating. This is feeling indifferent about dating, unsure if you want to date seriously or casually because life in general is just so uncertain. 70% of singles say hesitating is a real thing. I feel like that's just a person who doesn't know what they want and they're using that as an excuse. Oh, I'm just, it's just so crazy right now. I just don't know what's gonna happen. And like, I'm like here, but look, as I've talked about before, just own your standard, number one, and number two, be upfront. You know, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, I have some potential opportunities that are out there. And I've been upfront with the women that I've been going on dates with and stuff. And so far, it's been cool. You know, at least by doing that, if down the road, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing X, it won't shock them. Right. And also, they can choose to engage or not. I think that's really the biggest thing in relationships about the honesty portion of it is that we get to choose as the person receiving that information whether or not we want to keep going. You know, all the way from 
things like, well, I don't like these certain things in society to I can't handle a person who does that to all the way to you're in another you're in a relationship with someone else, but I still really like you. And I guess I'm okay with you cheating on them or I'm okay with being in an open relationship, right? The whole uh, thing is about honesty. And so if you do that, generally speaking, it usually works out. This next one is cool. It's called deja vuing. This is doing the same things with a new partner that you did with your ex. 33% of singles have done this to someone and half know someone who has been deja vued. Well, I mean, <laughs> look, there are certain activities that are great first dates. And there are things that you learn that are fun because of an ex. Like, why is this such a big deal, to be honest? Like, one of the things that I now am open to because of my last ex is hiking. I never would have thought of that before. So I, I don't understand why this is such a big deal. But deja vuing, I, I just like the name of it. All right, this last one is called being pinged off. Like P-I-N-G-E-D, pinged off. And that's when your friends warn you about the red flags when you're dating someone new, but you decide to ignore them. 42% of hopeless romantics have opted to ignore the glaring red flags in a new relationship in the pursuit of their happily ever after. Well, 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 if only you could talk to my really good friend, Melissa, and how many times I have told her about it does like it's not just one person. It's like countless. And she'll be like, well, there's this red flag. There's this red flag. There's this red flag. How are you not seeing this red flag? And you're still going. I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's it's difficult because especially if you're a person who likes to see the good in people and assume good things about them, yeah, why wouldn't you keep pursuing it? Maybe they'll, they're, they'll change, or maybe you're just like seeing it in a way that's only negative or something like that. But again, though, red flags, some of them, and these are all relative, right, for the most part, uh, but the red flags need to at least be seriously considered. Because again, you need to have the choice to engage or not. And uh, if you choose to, then that's your choice. These are the trends for 2022. Be on the lookout, my friends. And may God speed your dating in 2022. All right, that's the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Please always remember to rate, review, subscribe, and add me on social media, Mike Heitman Show on Instagram and TikTok. Hope you have a great weekend. And of course, I will be back on Monday. No fear. I will be back with some motivational stuff. Hopefully. And I mean hopefully because hopefully it's motivational for you. I will be back. I will give you that content. And uh, I hope that you take something from it. Because I obviously did if I'm, I'm putting it out there. So I feel like it's worth spreading. Anyway, have an awesome weekend. See you Monday.